I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. 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 Here we go again. This one's from America. Amen to that and happy 4th of July, everybody. And welcome back to another episode of the Knee on Belly podcast. We are your hosts, Nate, Jonathan Mitchell Wheeler, Brandon Dean Walters. That's right. And today we will be setting you up and giving you all of our picks and predictions for this Saturday's UFC 264 headlined by Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. We have some huge stuff in the news today featuring the announcement of a new interim heavyweight title fight. We'll give you our thoughts on that. Then we'll finish with a pick three, a video game character, a movie character, and a professional wrestler to help you win a bar fight. All that and more. But first, boys... What is up on this Independence Day, 4th of July, outdoor episode extravaganza? So I have an honest question. Go for it. Do you have sunscreen? No. <laughs> but my calves are sweating. Okay. If you, if you must know. Um, we are coming to you guys outside in my backyard. This should be interesting because we got some wild cards in the neighborhood. Yeah. So I'm curious to know what we're going to get. Because these people back here are obnoxious. These people across the street are obnoxious. They just got a dog, mm-hmm. and everybody's going to be wondering probably what I'm doing out here. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. It's we might have somebody looking through the fence. I'm yeah. pretty much ready for that. Let's uh, let's start out right here. Oh, great. <laughs> let's. <laughs> Hopefully, we don't start a war with this, because then this episode becomes a lot different. Oh fuck! Oh. Oh god! Oh, ow! Oh. Ow! <laughs> well, that went terrible. <laughs> That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't throw the firecrackers far enough. <laughs> oh no. That went exactly how I hoped it would. I think I lost my mic. Hello, oh my hello. gosh. Check. Uh, you guys hear me? Yeah. I can't For anybody hear, wondering, uh, I can't hear myself. Nathan just let off a good old little black cat rope and uh, <laughs> threw it like maybe a foot in front of him between him and Brandon. So I, uh, <laughs> I just took some shrapnel. Yeah, I just completely lost my headphones, so I can't hear anything. <laughs> oh, my lost gosh. Your, lost some hearing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. yeah What's so, up, boys? Yeah, you know, it's a little bit hotter today than the past couple of days, so I'm definitely going to be at least the red part of the red, white, and blue by the time we leave. I'm out here dead in the sun, so... Yep. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. I'm already burning. Yeah. I put on 50 SPF literally 20 minutes ago, and it's already gone. Like, I don't feel like it's worth <laughs> Good it. Good Lord. Yeah, it's not it's bad. The sacrifice for the outdoor episode. Headphones are falling off. Sun hat's getting in the way. It's going to be interesting. So, what's up? How's everybody's uh, 4th of July weekend going? Well, I had to work yesterday, so I'm really only getting a two-day weekend instead of a four, mm. which kind of sucks, but... Uh, all my neighbors definitely saved up their stimuluses because last night my house was shaking all night, which is not bad because I don't have to work today, <laughs> but gosh, man. Oh, yeah. And it was like, I don't know what it is about my neighborhood, but we have people who will just let off one big one and then disappear for 25 minutes and then let off another big one. Mm-hmm. So you think, oh, this is over. This is cool. Psych. Yeah. I also have a newfound perspective for fireworks now that I have an eight-month-old. Because mm. you want your kid to be asleep, but then you have the neighbors who are letting off. Like, not even the ones that are colorful, just the big bombs. Yeah. I don't know what those are called. Yep. <laughs> like that. <laughs> I keep getting hit with stuff. <laughs> I just, it got in my mouth, too. I was like, look at, look at the, the charcoal on my finger. I literally <laughs> just burnt my whole finger off. <laughs> literally think something got in my mouth. Fourth of July, baby. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, there's certain things as you get older that you just like, oh, how did I love this? Oh. And so for some reason, fireworks are kind of one of them. I do still like watching them and stuff. Sure. But like back in the day, we would spend like nine hours outside shooting off bottle rockets and, oh. you know. So my question is, what's the point of firecrackers? Because you have no time to throw them. Like you light them and they go. Yeah. Like we just ex- exampled that three times. I think it's a, it's a, um, I think it's a fact of like, hey, let's see if we can get people to blow their hands off. I think the medical, <laughs> the medical institution has something to do with it. It's kind of like a dentist selling candy, you know. 
I don't like fireworks. Oh, these suck. <laughs> these are supposed to be the good poppers, too. Nate, what are those called? No, those are good. When you threw that one over there, a piece of rock came and hit me. It's probably because you throw like a girl. Mm, yeah. It doesn't yeah. do nothing. There's like three of them. It's nothing. Well, we hope you guys are practicing fireworks we safety we because yeah, we're, we're not. We're yeah, not. not at all. No, this is. There's a lot of uh, OSHA violations happening right now. And <laughs> OSHA. Yeah. Brandon's got shrapnel every single time Nathan has thrown black got cats. Firecrackers in my mouth. He done took his hat off, so his head is gonna well, be. Well, I'm gonna have a big line across, <laughs> across the top of my yeah. head. Yeah. Well, I do appreciate everybody dressing up. Um, we're all, we're looking pretty patriotic out here. Kind um, of. I, I, I Brandon took a little beef with Johns. Let's let's go ahead. Yeah, and get so into that okay. real quick. I don't remember if we talked about this on the on the podcast. Yes, we did. We okay. did. Yeah. We did. I was specifically instructed yes. not to wear a white t shirt. Hundred percent. Hey, Brandon, you can't come in and say, "Oh, look, red, white, and yes. blue," right? And what is John wearing right now, Nathan? Yes, a white t shirt. Okay, mm-hmm. so just I, I, okay. I, well, let's also talk about something else. What else is red, white, and blue on you? Hold on. What? Just a shirt. First of all, you're redirecting. Yes, and I agree. And hold on. He also has his shorts have an American flag on it. Good for that. Mm. But right under it, what's under it, Brandon? The British yep, flag. the British flag. And which then the we French, defeated. The Union Jack and, and a the, French flag. A fr- I don't even know why that's there. That's what allies, I'm dude. <laughs> they were allies. Come on, man. So Do he, you know anything about this? So he didn't even wear just the American flag on America. Earlier, holiday. And earlier he said we, we defeated them both. Like yeah, that was that was the claim. I'm, we did. I, I'm Team Brandon on that. I rest my and I'm wearing red, white, and blue shoes and the hat. Like, come on, dog. Like, I, what are you doing? Hey, his, hat, his hat is a British soccer team. Yep. Yeah, that's the origins, dude. Everybody in America <laughs> came from Britain, dude. Come on. You are pretty British. Uh, you did an ancestry. I'm 73. percent Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, I guess we're going that route. I'm pretty Irish, so. I are you? Yeah. I would have never guessed. Irish Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, boys, we have so much to talk about today. A huge, massive card, UFC 264. So let's get into it. But before we do, please subscribe. Give us a follow. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star rating Come and on, review. Man. And we will definitely shout you out on the podcast. Um, also, this week we want to try something a little different. So we're asking, please follow us on our IG, at Neon Belly Podcast. Mm-hmm. And we want to try something new, like I said. Um, after every major UFC pay-per-view, so starting this Saturday, UFC 264, we want to hear from you guys, the listeners. So after the pay-per-view, go to our IG, slide in our DMs, and tell us your thoughts and give us your reactions to the card. It can be the main event, it can be a certain fight, a certain moment, the card overall, whatever. Just keep it short, brief, to the point, and uh, we will read it on episode. Or if you want to send in a video to our uh, messenger, that's fine too. Audio, whatever, we'll play it. Shirts are optional. Shirts are definitely optional. Nobody's going to see it. Except for Brandon. You make the call. Yeah, and if you want to say something nice to Brandon at the end of the video, that's fine too. Or uh, mean, whatever. We just want to hear from you guys, your thoughts on the pay-per-view. We mm-hmm. obviously break every pay-per-view down, but we want to hear what the listeners are thinking too. So. We want to share your opinions with exactly. the other listeners. Exactly. So we know that we're all on the same page. Exactly. So go to our IG, Instagram, at Neon Belly Podcast. Send us your DMs. We typically record Sundays between what, like 12 and 2 mm-hmm. usually. So um, I would say your best bet if you want it read on the podcast, send it that night. Send it that night or early the next morning, mm-hmm. sometime before noon, and and you should be safe. But mm-hmm. get us your guys' reactions. We want to hear. And follow from you guys. us. We follow back. Definitely follow us on the IG for sure. Well, boys, like we said, this Saturday UFC two sixty four in Las Vegas, Nevada, and you know your boy is coming through with a couple fun facts about Las Vegas. Oh, gosh. oh boy. The Las Vegas Strip is actually not located within the city limits of Las Vegas. It actually falls under the jurisdiction of Clark County. Mm. Not even in Las Vegas. Las mm. Vegas is in persecute them in international waters. Exactly. <laughs> there are around 150,259 hotel rooms in all of Las Vegas. Oof. Plenty of places to stay. And 51.5 million people fly through McCarran Airport annually and you gotta imagine many of those are ufc fighters and none bigger than the two in our main event (laughs) dustin the diamond poirier versus the notorious conor mcgregor this is the biggest trilogy boys in ufc history no doubt about Mm -hmm. it um obviously both of these guys are coming in off their rematch six months ago at ufc 257 and just in case you've been living under an MMA rock, Dustin won that fight back in January by a second round knockout. <sighs> Connor obviously won their first fight by knockout back in 2014 when both of them uh, were obviously fighting at featherweight. Uh, here we go, boys. 
This is a big one. Yeah. I'm, it's going to decide it. Um, so what are your guys' thoughts overall on this main event? I mean, this, so the main event itself, right? Not the card? Just the main event. Man. So I guess in terms of trilogies... I, dude, leave me alone. I, I, there's no way is, to keep the headphones the on. Right <laughs> so, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna roll past that. Okay, so, so the main, the main event. So, I don't think I've been more excited for a trilogy in a minute. Yes. Um, like, cause for a while, like the McGregor Diaz was kind of hanging out there, sure. but this one obviously takes the cake. Just given the way Poirier ended the last fight, because right. I think. Uh, especially me, but I think a lot of people were really not expecting that. Like, if you would have told me, yeah, Poirier's going to knock him out in round two, I would have never went I bet that. on it, dog. Well. Took a, took a gamble. Everyone yeah. gets lucky. Made sometimes. me a couple 60 bucks off of $5. This is our very first episode. Got you rolling in the points early. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pew. But, yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really excited to see if McGregor can make the adjustments because everyone talks about how good he is in rematches. Um, but Poirier looks really good at 55, man, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, this is... Obviously, this is a very fun fight for the fans, and obviously, we talk about being the biggest trilogy and things like that. But man, they both are putting a lot on the line right now. You know, Connor has some losses in a row. You know, he has well, not this is this could be two in a row for him. You know, if he loses, it kind of puts him in a weird limbo of you know you probably don't get back to a title shot soon. But you have the DS fight and stuff you could still do. And then for Dustin, you lose this, you probably don't get the title fight and. I don't know, man. It's <clears throat> it's a risk, but it's definitely an exciting one. I was oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was no. just gonna say I was pretty excited. Dustin took this one because it was kind of well known. Like it's it's either McGregor or the title. Could have taken a title. Yeah, fight. yeah and sure. the way I understood it was he was all about the title. I'm not in it for money, um, but he he took this rematch even with all the um, kind of animosity that's happened lately mm-hmm. with right. the, you know the the charity stuff and. So I don't. That was kind of surprising to me too. Well, if he wins it, it's such a big thing on his like to beat Connor. I mean, nobody's beat Connor twice. Yeah. So it's true. It's a big thing on his legacy when people put Connor up very high. You know. I think it'll be an interesting uh, from just the opening bell. I think we'll know a lot because it's mm-hmm. like, is Connor going to come out in that same stance, that more traditional boxing? Or are we going to see him go back to that more karate elongated kind of. kind of karate style stance where he's real wide? You know. Um, because his kicks, man, I think that was one thing in the first fight. Like, if you go back and watch old Connor, especially at 45, like, the kicks were always such a difference maker, and we just did not see them mm-hmm. um, in that for, in this last Dustin fight because he was so trying to be so boxing, uh, concentrated and heavy. So I think for me, a lot of it is what kind of Connor, but I think we're going to know within the first couple mm-hmm. seconds because we'll know based off of his stance. But I want to ask you guys, um, as a car goes by, I live right down the street from a hospital, so I hope we get some sweet sirens. We're out in, na- we're out in nature, baby. <laughs> yeah, we're in the elements. I, no, love I think it. I've seen a deer. I don't know for I sure. There's a fountain. There is a fountain back here. Koi fish. Uh, but I, I, I want to ask you guys though: uh, Should Dustin uh, go back to the well, so to speak, with the leg kicks, or um, do you think this is one maybe ch- change it up, try to shock McGregor, look for like a takedown? Um, we know he's been working a lot of wrestling and stuff. So, what do you guys think? Do you think he's going to go back and 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 try to capitalize on the leg kicks or? Yeah, switch I mean, up the game plan completely. I would say you probably don't like blatantly do it. You still have to set them up because if you just start throwing them out there, Connor's definitely been working on checking. But you know, if you land a couple or throw a couple, now Connor has to go into the mind of, oh, I have to think about this now. I, I think right. it's a mix of both. I think you do them, you work at them a little bit. Maybe even if you do shoot first, but giving him multiple things to think about is going to make it so much easier for Dustin to land. Sure. Yeah, I think Poirier has a big advantage in that area or in that regard because I think now Connor does have to think about, okay, well, he got me with the leg kicks, but he also knocked me out, and he took me down once in that fight. So he knows mm-hmm. he can take him down. He knows he can land leg kicks. He knows he can land strikes. Yeah. And McGregor, you know, I, he, we haven't seen a whole lot from him outside of that left hand, and he threw some pretty good leg kicks against Diaz. Right. So, I don't know. I think Poirier just has more tools. Mm-hmm. What do you guys make of the whole, um, we've seen this past week, the whole kind of like, I don't want to say social media, but in the media back and forth where uh, Connor said the whole thing, like first one to shoot, uh, what do he say? Dusty. Dusty, Dusty Biatch, uh, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. And then I actually kind of like Dustin's response and is like, that sounds like insecurities to me. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I love that because I, I, I don't know if that's, Necessary. I I do in a sense kind of think it is insecurities from Connor. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know Connor off his back historically has not looked the best. Yeah. So uh, to try to bait Dustin or get in his mind early mentally, um, 
about like, hey, let's let's get in the middle and let's throw hands. Mm-hmm. And I just love that Dustin didn't feed into it at all. He yeah. was like, no, this is MMA. Right. We're, we're going to wrestle. He, he like, did the same thing with Habib. It's the whole, you know, crotch sniffer, leg yeah. humper, whatever, you know. Yeah. And But what if it's game and shit from Connor and he's been training takedowns? Yeah. And he's trying to get him to just brawl with him so I, he can I, shoot under. I know even in the last fight, he, he works with like the um, Irish national team, like a couple of those wrestlers. Mm. But, you know, to my knowledge, I don't, recall an irish wrestler you know placing very high at the olympics uh, or you know i mean I, i'm sure they're good wrestlers don't get me wrong but I mean, it's um, in his blood yeah you're mm-hmm. an irish you might as well be an irish wrestler yeah you might it be on the, be able be to the, join the national team yeah you might be the best dog you can try <laughs> out but no so i i love dustin's response to that um and, and i think that kind of shows and, and even for connor you know it's i think he the the mind games that he used to be able to get guys with it's just not really working anymore mm-hmm. and i think that was another attempt to try to get it and i think dustin handled that really well uh by just being like yeah bro whatever yeah. it's an mma fight whatever the fight goes <laughs> we're gonna go yeah um, and it's interesting too because um I feel like Izzy and Connor have like some similar things to their persona, and seeing Izzy be able to bounce back, and now he gets a little bit more weight to his name. Sure. Connor's kind of do trying to do the same thing because, you know, he loses this, then I mean he can still you know talk all he wants, but people are just going to keep on referencing. I'll get Dustin on you. That is an interesting aspect. If he loses, I mean, where I mean, which obviously next Sunday we'll talk. You know, mm-hmm. depending what happens in the episode, we'll have a more lengthy conversation. But man, he loses and. I don't really know what's left for him. Diaz three. That's the only thing I, I can yeah, think of. Yeah, you know, maybe you set up a super fight with like you start Diaz, celebrity boxing. Maybe Masvidal. You yeah. know, because Masvidal's a smaller seventy. So even if he wanted to go up to seventy and fight like a Masvidal, but yeah, man, there's just not really. It'd be really. I mean, tough. there's going to be a lot of UFC guys who want to fight him because they know it's a payday. Well, the mystique's gone. The it's kind of like how Anderson once he started, once he lost. Yeah. Everybody wanted to fight him so they could get an Anderson win. Yeah. And they knew they'd get a little bit more money. Yeah, I think the whole Mystic Mac persona is just gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If he loses this fight, and, and because of that, I actually feel like going into this that there's a little bit more pressure on Dustin, or uh, excuse me, Connor in this mm-hmm. fight than Dustin because, it, you know, Dustin took this fight for the money. He could have mm-hmm. had a title fight. I think we all know that. Um, but I mean, I just feel like I just feel like the pressure is more on in Connor's corner yeah. for sure going and into for this. Dustin. You know. He has wins over the top guys in the division. So if right. he loses, you know, he could still stay claim to a decent fight to get back up to it, whereas Connor hasn't beat, right. you know, Gaethje and, you know, some of these other yeah, that's guys. A, that's an interesting thing. I was going through and looking at Dustin's record earlier today, and it is a really nice record. Sure. I mean, he's got really big wins, um, 55 and pretty good ones at 45, but especially his 55 record. I mean, you go through, you know, Gaethje, mm-hmm. Alvarez, McGregor. I mean, he's got a bunch of wins. Even the Holloway win was Yeah, Holloway. Win. Yeah. But then you go look at McGregor's 55 record, and it's a win over Alvarez, a loss to Habib, and a loss to Poirier. Yeah. Well, he beat uh, Cerrone between that. That was a 170. Oh, yeah, yeah. it was a 170. So yeah. it's like... So it was the Nate fight. Yeah. So, I mean, his only win at 55 is the, where he beat Alvarez. Right. And so, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I guess that's why I said I think there's just a ton of pressure uh, from McGregor going into this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a little bit of where the whole, you know, first to shoot and just maybe there are some insecurities or different thoughts of what can I pull this guy into? What type of fight? And yeah. But Dustin's not the same guy either from back in 2014 when, I mean, he was... Dude, I saw the video, uh, I think the UFC shared it this week, of um, back in 2014 when they fought the first time. And they were in, like, doing their pre-fight, you know, like where they land and they go through all the medical checks and sign posters and all that stuff. And there's a scene that they shared where Connor is just like staring Dustin down. They ended up running into each other somewhere mm-hmm. in the hotel and he's just staring Dustin down. And Dustin like a kind of like a cowardly dog like tucks his tail and then just walks away. Mm-hmm. Like he was I think Connor was just so far in Dustin's head for that mm-hmm. fight and but Dustin's just evolved and he's just not the same guy either. So super excited for this fight though. Oh yeah, I think I, it's going to be massive. There's I know we always try to say that there's no way this fight gets boring. Right. But, man, I, I just I, – sometimes that backfires, obviously, for like Francis Lewis or something. Yeah. But, man, I just feel like they both need to win so bad. Yeah. 
and realistically, Winter probably gets a title shot. Yeah. So, I mean, that there's also that aspect of, you know, we have a new champion in Oliveira. Both Dude, don't of the, tell Gaethje that. Yeah, both of both Connor and Dustin would be fresh matchup at that 155, you know, going mm-hmm. against Oliveira for his first defense. So, I, I think this is definitely a title eliminator as well. So, that's an aspect that we haven't even talked about, but... Um, which, once again, depending who wins, I'm sure we will talk about more next week. But I think this is a number one contender match for sure. You are just on the struggle. Dude, bus. why is that not my seat? You look like you're in the shade. I'm not. Look look above my head. Yeah, no, nobody's in the shade. We're not. Uh, yeah. I'm actually taking on the most by leaning back. Here's the thing. You knew this would happen, though. Yes, I told this, you is, this, this was 100% my goal. I told you this. I, just, I just wish there was a Brandon camera. Yeah, Brandon. Right now, so you guys could just Brandon, see you, this. Mi- you might as well have said the F word on the podcast. Like, <laughs> look, look at the struggles right now, man. This is it, insane. Look, it is what it is, man. Boys, ginger. We're, <laughs> we're gonna and ball. You got well. Yeah. The thing is, you don't even have to be bald, so I don't even feel bad. Well, I don't know. That's a choice. Yeah, you could. You you have. You could have long hair. Yeah. Dude. You yeah. just choose to shave your head. So this yeah. is what you get. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I would probably wear this anyway. I just wish you could see, dude. If you had like, <laughs> if you had like long hair and you just like braided that bad boy in the back or oh, something, like like the Jiri Prohashka, yeah, just dude. like right in the back of the or head. Or dude, just yeah. even Vikings, dude. Oh, yeah. bald on the side and get that the, braid in the that, back. That Ragnar. So I still got to protect the sides. That's though. like your your dude yeah. on uh, Call of Duty. At least it used to be. Here's the thing. He I'm is. trying to, I'm trying to protect, protect my head right now, but my arms are frying. Are you <laughs> like, shaking so, right now? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were just getting a little... <laughs> Fight's got you a little juiced, man. <laughs> Boys, our next fight that we are going to feature this Saturday is Steven Wonderboy Thompson versus Gilbert Burns, our co-main event. Wonderboy is coming in on a two-fight win streak with wins over Vincente Luque and most recently just a master-dominating performance against Jeff Neal. Mm. Gilbert's coming in on a t- off his title bout loss to champ Kamara Usman back in February. Um, also worth noting for this fight, this is Wonderboy's first fight uh, coming in off that broken hand. Boys, what are your thoughts on our co-main event? Steven Wonderboy Thompson Man, versus Gilbert Burns. You know, I'm kind of, I kind of don't know what to think, you know, because like, obviously we've seen um, Wonderboy recently, but you know, when you think about the title fights and stuff like that, it feels like it was 20 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Burns, up until this fight, was you know just slinging hands, knocking people out, dominating people, but. I feel like if there's outside of a uh, Usman who had the wrestling and then the hands to cause everything an issue, um, I think Wonder Boy's tough because he's going to stay on the outside. Yeah. And Gilbert Burns is going to have to try to wrestle him because you're not just going to get in and trip him. Yeah, I think that's what's going to be the interesting thing is what does that what does that look like in terms of like. Um, with the wrestling, the grappling from mm-hmm. Wonderboy, uh, because he's such a hard guy to get a hold of. Yeah. But I feel like that's how Gilbert's going to have to win this fight. If not, he's going to get pieced up, kind of like how he did against Kamara yeah. in that title fight. Well, and now we've seen what happens when Burns gets you know hit clean. Sure. And he's susceptible to combos and stuff, and that's what Wonderboy yeah. is going to bring. And that's the thing, too, is, you know, if—, if but and the flip side of that is, you know, what kind of advantage do you would you guys give Gilbert if this does go to the ground, if he could get Wonderboy on his back? You know, is that a huge, mm. massive advantage, or do you guys? We haven't really seen Wonder Boy. I feel like on his back, cause no. he's just so hard to take down. Wouldn't keep down there, but it was it was from shots. Yeah, like he yeah. landed a few and then dropped him. That's where right. I think we're gonna have issue. I think I don't think Burns is gonna be able to shoot. Yeah, and I think those kicks are gonna be coming up the middle, low, yeah. high, and you're not gonna be able to time them. In the it's, sense that, real quick, in the sense that I think Jeff Neal or Gilbert Burns is better than Jeff Neal. Do you see much of a difference in their styles, though? Just that really aggressive coming forward power. I think where, Burns is more reckless because he yeah. feels like, oh, if we go to the ground, sure, I'm good. Or if I get, you know, if I got to work off my back, I'm fine. Right. Yeah. Whereas Neil's probably not in that same aspect. Yeah. But that recklessness against somebody who can counter strike and set traps and set you up, right? It's not gonna go well. Yeah. Burns doesn't really wrestle much, does he? No, but he has. He's such a high level grappler, though, too. That I I feel like if he his I, which I mean I don't know his game plan, but I feel like he's got to have the thought of get. Wonderboy against the cage and then try to work some type of attack. I don't think he has the ability to just take deep shots in the middle of the cage. And, excuse me. Well, you might be down. running into a Damian Maya situation right. where all you got is weird single legs and you right. can't get them. Right. And no, you, yeah, very But true. he does have power. So the yes. difference, that's the difference where if he does land something, it's, it's definitely going to be night night. But yeah. I think uh, Wonderboy, he's only been knocked out once, right? By Pettis? Yeah, but think about that though. You know, you got a Pettis coming up from. 45, 55, yeah. and landing a Superman punch off the cage. Right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that was just a complete and total total fluke. But, yeah. 
well, know. And he's fought some big power guys too, and not right. You know, he's stood up, but you know, everybody has their time. Yeah, I'm super. This is this is another mm-hmm. one like. I mean, this could be a main event on like a fight night or something, mm-hmm. and I'd be all in. Well, and on it's it. tough for me too because now everybody's fought Usman for the most part, except, except for Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy. Yeah, that, <laughs> and that's the interesting. And, and once again, I mean, I, it sounds like obviously Colby's next. Yeah. Um, but after that, I mean, who knows? You know, this this could we could be looking at because I think if like Wonder Boy went now, I could see if Gilbert winning, then making him fight one more. Probably just because he did just lose pretty convincingly to, mm-hmm. convincingly to Usman, but as far as uh, Wonder Boy, man, I think if he wins, I don't, I don't see them making him. No, wait. They I, I think he'll fight again. I think he could just kind of wait for that yeah. winner of Usman Colby. Well, and I think uh, what this will provide too is, you know, <clears throat> if Burns can't work some wrestling, because like Wonder Boy is like the perfect fight to try to beat. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> or a burn style because he's not going to shoot. So you don't, right. you know, I'm not going to, he ain't going to work off his back. He's not going to clinch him. Like that's stuff that Colby would do. Right. When you talk about potential matchups with Usman or even like how Burns would do against somebody like Colby because Colby's close to Usman. I don't think he has as good striking or whatever, but right. it'll be a big test for Burns and then it'll be Wonder Boys being able to prove he's still right there. Yeah, um, I, I'm just big on the stylistic aspect of it. I mean, I it's, it feels like it's been so long since, like you said kind of earlier with Thompson, since he's been in that title picture. So the yeah. thought of him and Usman is pretty exciting because mm. Usman's almost cleared out the division. Did you see I'm like, Did you see this week, I think yesterday, Wonderboy said that he thinks he's like the worst matchup for Usman at 70. Like he thinks think. he matches up really well. And he doesn't get taken down, man, and he, he fights so long, he doesn't let you get inside, and that's where Usman does his damage. Yeah. But go ahead. I just wanted yeah, to interject that. Yeah, no, I, di- I didn't. I didn't see that. But thinking about that, I, yeah, I mean, I kind of agree. But at the same time, I just think Usman. We talked about it after he beat uh, Masvidal. I just think he's just every fight. He's just getting so much better. Yeah, for so sure. I, you know, I don't know. I don't think. I really don't think Thompson has much for him oh, other I than some know, man. some stabbing kicks and some his, some quick jabs. His distance and timing is just. So good though. If, mm-hmm. if in my He's opinion, so hard to hit. If Thompson wins that fight, it's going to be a very, very slow Point chess match. Karate fight. Yeah, yeah. and that's oh, kind of like the Jeff Neal fight. Sure, I mean it was like that similar thing. That's mm-hmm. why I said I was curious if you guys saw much of a stylistic difference between Gilbert and Jeff Neal. In that, I do think Gilbert's a better fighter, but Jeff Neal's also a bigger. 170 mm-hmm. you know gilbert's not the biggest guy i mean he's meaty he's a big guy but you know in terms of length and yeah and, and the amount of speed i mean he he can cover a pretty good distance because he's so fast and explosive but uh but yeah man, i'm so excited yeah. this is a, this burns, a fun matchup you have to get him against the cage try to clinch him to get to some type of takedown you're not going to get a shot off yeah and then if you're <clears throat> thompson obviously you're just waiting, getting out the way, hitting, sure. getting out the way. So Yeah. Well, boys, we're going to move to our third and final <laughs> featured bout for this card. And we're actually going to move down because this card is so stacked from top to bottom that we <sighs> wanted to feature one of the fights on the prelims. And this is one that definitely, for me personally, has fight of the night candidate written all over it. And that is Nico Price <sighs> yes, versus sir. Michelle Pieta. And um, these two are... About as, entertaining, yeah, about as entertaining as you can get in MMA. Uh, Nico is coming in off his majority draw decision against Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Um, he pretty much dominated the fight, but was docked a point for an eye poke. So I think that's a lot of why. The wind is picking on yeah, Brandon now. Yeah, yeah, Brandon has his hat over his headphones. Yeah, there's just no winning. <laughs> you kind of look like an old man. Look, man, if yeah. I don't have the headphones up, they fall off the ears. <laughs> I respect just, it. Yeah. I respect it. Uh, but, yeah, so Nico uh, dominated Cowboy, lost a point uh, for an eye poke. They kind of had a lot of eye pokes in that yeah. fight. Uh, and then uh, you got Pieta, who is coming in off his unanimous decision victory over the very dangerous Chaos Williams. He looked very mature, measured, calculated in that fight. Uh, kind of an evolved Pieta that then we've seen. Yeah. You know, he wasn't as wild doing the cartwheel the flips and all that stuff uh, still exciting and power very very powerful and dangerous mm-hmm. uh, both of these guys are really well real well well wounded well wounded <laughs> I might have had too many mimosas this yeah season. sun's getting to you Heat's too many you well up, they're both really well-rounded uh, and should be an exciting fight so what yeah. are you guys thoughts on this one I'm, go ahead I'm, I'm a big here fan I'm a yeah. big fan of Michelle I love watching him fight ever since his debut um and Nico's a fun one too yeah I he, think this is go ahead no go ahead no I, I think that this is uh I don't I don't know if I could say this is really gonna leap uh Pierre up there mm-hmm. if he wins it but uh I just think in terms of 
you know, wanting to see the fight. It's it's a great fight. It's a great match match matchup. I think with Nico, the interesting thing about this is I think Nico has like seven submission victories. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's very very well rounded, really good on the hand uh, the ground, but his hands have looked so good mm-hmm. uh, as of late. I mean, he was piecing, he takes a lot of chances. Man, he was piecing Cowboy up. Yeah. I mean, it was rough for Cowboy in that fight. He takes a lot of chances. He's very aggressive. I kind of feel like this one might play out on the ground. I don't know why. I feel like they're both so exciting. I, well, I think it's going to be a matter of, you know, knockdowns. Yeah. And, but here's the thing about Nico. This dude has, like, three finishes from his back. Yeah. Where he just, like, does weird hammer fists or whatever. Bro. Okay, you're, you're saying from, like, guard. Yeah. yeah. Like, that one, it's still the craziest from a back knockout I've ever seen. He, like, put his foot under this dude's chin and, like, lined him up and just started doing this yeah. and knocked him out. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, they're fun. I mean, this, this fight is going to be insane. But the only thing I'm afraid of is when you get these big finisher guys, real exciting guys, sometimes they respect each other too much, and then we get snoozers. That's why I said I could see this kind of playing out. And, and with the maturity that we saw out of Michelle Pierre in his last one, I could see him maybe not looking to be as wild mm-hmm. on the feet with this one, knowing what, I mean, Nico Price is kind of a very similar fighter. But it's also scary to go to the ground with Nico too, man. Yeah. But I think, I don't know. I just Michelle Pierre. I'll be sitting is, up for this one for sure. This is this is a big one, and man, this whole card is just crazy, crazy stacked. And if you guys don't have anything else for this fight, we will jump into our picks. Mm. Anything? No, I'm just. I think it's just going to be. Hopefully, it's fireworks. But yeah, I think it is. No way. I'm it's excited not. for it. So here's how we're going to do picks this week, boys. So we haven't picked in a couple weeks. Um, obviously, uh, Brandon was gone. A couple weeks ago, and then there was no UFC this past week. So we're gonna do a couple. We're gonna do quite a few picks this mm-hmm. week. I think um, we're obviously gonna do the three that we featured. But I'm just gonna kind of scroll down this prelim card. There was a couple that I wanted us to pick for. Um, so we'll do those first, and then we will do our three. Yeah, what are the standings right now? Oh yeah. So our standings. Uh, do you have them, Brandon? I can yeah. Okay, he's gonna pull him up because he's irresponsible. Give me one second. Well, he, it's hot out. I'm he trying to make he sure my device doesn't to, overheat. He's trying to control his hat, Listen, his thing. This I mean, little breeze came from the Lord, boy. That's what I'm saying. I don't oh, think geez. it's that bad. No. Well, I thought I, thought, <laughs> he, I was trying to tell him. I just wish people would. Realize. I think Brandon has sweated more because he's not stopped moving this whole time than the actual sun itself. I don't know how much you guys are sweating, but there's literally not, just sweat dripping. I got down some my sweat back. on my head just from wearing a hat. But here's the thing: I'm literally not sweating. This is why at all. I try to tell people. You gotta understand what that job feels like, boy. Yeah. And that casting plant, there's no breeze. Didn't you just get back from Florida? Yeah. In I which, stayed inside. In which, you know how often I was sitting like in a place like this, like like literally three times. The rest was inside. Have the listeners in the shade. seen bench warmers? Um, <laughs> there's a character who's afraid of the sun. <laughs> yeah. Stevie. That's, well, that's me. Not Stevie. I can't remember his name. Uh, but it was Nick Swartz. He's got the yeah. sword. Yeah. yeah. Fights it with the sword. It's 100 percent Brandon right now. Just and attacked crying. a girl. A girl scout all the time. Yeah, yeah right, all the time. I, if I remember correctly, I think Brandon came up last time, but I know I'm still in first. So I mean, whatever you read off, it doesn't really matter. I'm still in last. I do know that. Okay. Yeah. Smoke on that, Brandon. Well, while he's doing, okay, you got it. You got it. You got it. Okay, so the current standing, starting in last place, we have Nate with 37 mm. points. Mm. I have 38 points. Nice. And then John has 43. Nice. It's getting close. I'm trying to bunch up a little bit. So, thir- yeah. what did it say again? 38? So 37, 38, so, 43. Yep. Oh, man. 37, 38, We're all 43. Three. Still yeah, really this, this, this could be the card be that week. changes stuff. So, boys, our first fight that we're going to pick for is Ryan Hall versus Ilya Tapura. Super excited for this fight as well. I almost featured this one, but I just feel like the Nico Price, um, Michelle Pieta is just too much mm-hmm. of a fun fight not to. But Ryan Hall, obviously we've talked about on this pod. You guys think about it. Ryan Hall fought B. Artem Lobov, mm-hmm. Gray Maynard, yep. BJ Penn, mm-hmm. and who was his last one? Uh, he just beat him. Lince? No, no. Sean Shark? Sean the Muscle Shark Shark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Muscle Shark Shark. Um, his last one was Darren, Darren Elkins. Elkins okay. mm, that's a big one. Dude, and he's been in the UFC since like 2004. 15 and he's only had four fights but four super super yeah. impressive names and if and people i think most people in the jiu-jitsu world and hardcore mma fans know how dang good ryan hall is yeah. um but Ilya tapura bunch of submission victories himself 
his hands that that last fight that was it Damon Jackson was his last fight and he was just piecing that dude up to the body yeah. man I've never seen somebody at least in recent memory use body shots that well <laughs> I just can't Brandon <laughs> we might have to just cut this off and <laughs> you guys this is like terrible it's fun this it's is fun this let is him, terrible let him move his chair under the umbrella yeah why don't you come bad. sit Indian style I'm about to just go sit in the grass I mean look at this breeze this breeze is amazing listen you don't know what this is gonna do you hear the birds game. listen Oh. They stop. They don't even want. They don't even <laughs> want to hear you. So, uh, but yes. So Ryan Hall, Ilya Tapura. Uh, like I said, Tapura, super well rounded. Um, but man, going back to Wonder Boy, uh, Ryan Hall's trained a lot with him, and Wonder Boy has said that Ryan Hall's uh, hands have significantly improved his striking overall. Mm -hmm. um, and he's been training with Wonder Boy. Super excited to see his evolution in that. But what are your guys' thoughts? We'll start. I guess I'm in the last place, so I'll pick first. Um, man, Tapura is undefeated. 10 and 0 but i'm gonna ride with the boy ryan hall um i will say first round submission nice yeah okay. i think i think he gets it down you should have queued up a firework button so you could i'm going to take like nine seconds so i'm gonna take hall as well because i think he's got one loss but it was in the it was in the ultimate fire and it was like a decision yeah so, so mm -hmm. i mean eh. it's kind of like eh. doesn't really count either yeah so i'm gonna take hall by submission and i'll say round two Okay, I'm gonna take that boy Ilya. It's not a bad pick, man. He's I think super well rounded. And here's the thing too: I think with Ryan Hall, it's and it's not by his choice, but you know, you take some time off. These guys stay active. You got to be able to turn it on. And I think Ilya's gonna go on a hundred the whole time. Sure. And I got him by a second round TKO. I think he's just gonna overwhelm him. How do you spell that? Il Ilya. Ilya. It's I L I A. And you said round two TKO? Yep. Yes. Got it? It's going to be yep. exciting, though. Next fight we're going to pick for is Nico Price, our, fir our third, our uh, first featured bout that we've talked about. Nico Price versus Michelle Pieta. I am going to go Michelle Pieta. Um, I think he's going to be the bigger, the more aggressive. I think he's too fast. I think he's too strong. And I think he's going to dominate, or not dominate, but I think he will finish uh, Nico. And I am going to go. Round two, TKO. Okay. I'm going to go. I think I'm just going to take all your picks. I'm going to go with Pierre as well, but I'm going to say round. Well, it's three rounds. Mm. I'm going to go with decision. I'll say some uh, decision, but Pierre's going to take it. Okay. I'm going Nico Price, <laughs> and I'm going to go um, unanimous decision. Unanimous decision. There it is. Um, I also uh, want to uh, notice or made notice, make notice that uh, Sean O'Malley was supposed to fight Luis Smolka, and that was going to be actually our third featured bout. But for people that don't know, Smolka had to drop out um, due to an in injury. Um, Sean O'Malley will now face what is his an name? outsider. His last name is Moutinho. Yes, this is this is uh, his Chris Moutinho. This will be his first fight in the UFC. He has a nine and four record. Um, we won't pick for this one. I'm gonna assume O'Malley is probably gonna dominate though. <laughs> I mean, he better. He better. You, you let some guys debut, take you out. Yeah. The hype train is going to be a little derailed. Right. Okay. Next fight we're going to pick for is the main event on the uh, prelims. It's going to be Carlos Condit versus Max Griffin. Condit coming off that uh, win over, was it Matt Brown was yep, his last one? Max Griffin coming in on a two fight win streak. <laughs> I'm going to pick first, and I'm going to say Max Griffin, and I think he finishes Condit in the third round. TKO. Okay. I, K O T K O. It's Griffith or Griffin? Griffin. Okay. I'm going to take Condent, and I'm going to say it's going to be a decision as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm taking Max Griffin. I think he's going to. Yeah. Um, probably, I'm going to say finish him in the first. He just comes out so aggressive, and if any of that lands, it's, a, it's tough. His last fight kind of showed that, I feel like. So I'm going Max Griffin first round, K O T K O. K O T K O. K.O. To Taco. Boys, the next fight that we are going to pick for is that boy, Bam Bam, Ty Tuivasa versus Greg Hardy. Both of these guys 
desperately, desperately need wins. Uh, Tuivasa is actually coming off of, uh, well, he's on a two-fight win streak. Uh, wins over Stefan Struve and Harry Hunsucker. Uh, Greg Hardy is currently coming into this heavyweight bout, I believe, on a losing streak. Yeah, I think he just lost to, um, was it Alexi or? I thought it was the guy, that, no, the guy that just won Why recently with the long hair. Forget his name. Oh yeah. Sorry, boys. His record. Oh, I just when you click uh, Greg Hardy on uh, MMA or no, you're talking ESPN about, I can't app. Think of his name. He pulls up his, his football, uh, stats. football stats, so I can't even see. Yeah, it, that uh, last his last fight, he like gassed out. Didn't just, he lose to the guy who just beat, who just beat Saint Prue? No. They just beat Saint Prue. Oh, wasn't last it, week wasn't it the same guy? No, I, th- I thought this was the guy who just fought Orlovsky. I don't know, but he's coming Either on like way. a one or two fight losing streak. I am too big of a fan of Bam Bam Tuivasa to not pick him. Um, I think he's, I think he's a horrible matchup for Greg Hardy in that we've seen Greg Hardy gas and kind of fade as fights goes on, and I don't see where Greg Hardy has the ability to really overwhelm Tuivasa. He's and strong. He's strong, it. but I don't know if he could really put him in a bad spot. Tuivasa is going to keep coming forward and keep mm-hmm. banging. I'll say Tuivasa might take him around because Greg Hardy comes out pretty well in fights. I'll say round two. KO TKO for Bam Bam Tuavasa. Brandon. This is a tough one for me. I think Hardy's going to come in because he's shown as that he can make some pretty decent adjustments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I don't think Tuavasa is going to be a giant threat in terms of takedowns and ground stuff. No, he won't. So I'm going to take Hardy. I'm going to say unanimous decision. Nice. Uh, before I pick, we do need to mention that Dino was supposed to do a shoey and he didn't. Oh, we should have made him. We didn't even. Happy think about birthday it. to our boy Damian Dino spoke, who has been on the podcast. Just <laughs> celebrated. Uh, yeah, and he was supposed to do a shoey Friday night, and we didn't do it. Yeah, dang it. It's kind of on us, kind of on him. Maybe he's like the whole time, like, please don't say it. Please. No, don't say I, it. no, he definitely was down. He was about it. Yeah, he would have done it. We just forgot to do it. But in the in the spirit of that, I'm definitely taking two of us. I think he's made so many adjustments. Got to a better camp. Yeah, he looks really good. Even I mean, not to take anything away from Hunsucker, but even the Strew fight. Like, yeah. I don't know if he's still at AK, but he went to AK with Daniel Cormier and wanted to learn wrestling and, and mm-hmm. implement that side of his game. So, and I think he has a super chin. Yeah, and it, I just think his striking is more crisp. So I'm going to Avasa. I'll say um, a third round. Okay, TKO KO. Like he's gonna get that boy toward the buzzer. Boys, our co-main event. Gilbert Burns versus Steven Wonderboy Thompson. This one's a tough one. I'm not going to lie. I've gone back and forth in my head so many times, and, mm-hmm. and, and there's just a case for both guys, mm-hmm. and there really is because they're both so good. But I'm going to go with the, a guy that I've been a huge fan of for so long and a guy that I'm, I'm – he's 38 years old, and I want to see him get a shot, and that is that boy, Steven Wonderboy Thompson. I'll be honest. I'll say unanimous decision. I, I think he can finish. I think he has the ability to overwhelm Gilbert and finish him, but mm-hmm. Gilbert's a cardio monster, man, and he's going to keep coming for it the whole time. Uh, so I could see Wonderboy kind of staying on the outside and just kind of picking him apart for three rounds. So that's my pick. Wonderboy Thompson by unanimous decision. I don't think Thompson has the greatest chin. I think Burns can crack, so he's either going to crack or he's going to submit him, but I definitely think it's happening in round two. So I'm taking Burns. Round two will go TKO. Nice. Round two, TKO. I am going to take that boy Wonder Boy as well. I think he's just going to be way too much on the outside. And I think because even though Burns does have power, he gets reckless to land it. And when with somebody like Wonder Boy, he's seen everything. People have charged him. Right. You know, Jake Ellenberger, you know, people like that who are just like, that's their other way of winning outside of wrestling. And I just think Wonder Boy is going to get him. I'm going to say uh, second round, TKO, KO. I like it. Got it? Yep. And then our main event, the biggest trilogy in UFC history, Dustin the Diamond Poirier versus the notorious Conor McGregor. Same thing, boys. I just don't know. This is a, this is a huge one. Um, you battling your heart here? Oh, yeah, definitely battling my heart. I think there's no way I can pick against McGregor. Obviously, I, I don't hide it. Um, I, I'm super – I try to put my bias aside and be realistic, which I think I do a good job of, but I'm still a fan of Connor, and I think um, I think he knows what this means. This is a huge fight, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you lose, and um, the paydays will still be there. The fights will still be there, but um, like I said, you lose that whole Mystic Mac thing, and, and we need that, and I think the UFC's better with a, a winning Connor McGregor and a healthy Connor McGregor. Um, and so I am going to say Connor McGregor, he's going to have to finish him. And he's going to have to finish him early. So I'm going to say Connor McGregor, second round KO, TKO. 
if, if we start entering the third round into the championship rounds, I, I don't like his chances. Is this a five round? It's a five round main event. So uh, if we start, yeah, yeah the deeper we go, um, I think definitely advantage Dustin. Connor's never shown great cardio. Uh, so he's going to have to do it early. So I'll say he gets his revenge in the second round against Dustin Poirier, KOTKO. Okay, I've thought about this one a lot over the past week week or two. And um, <laughs> I still think I think Poirier just has more tools. And I think that second fight really showed where things were for them because I, I think Connor landed quite a few good lefts. And Poirier ate him. He, he ate him well. And uh, I think what's going to happen is a slight adjustment with Connor. And that's going to make Poirier adjust. So I'm taking Poirier round four submission. Oh, I like it. Submission. Mm. I think a submission's a good choice. I mean, his, uh, Dustin's got really good guillotines, right? Yeah. 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 He's got a good ground game. He had an Omoplata attempt on a hooker. Yeah. I think he had that guillotine on Habib for a second. Yeah, that was yeah, scary. Did not it, like that. Dude, yeah. Habib still talks about like how tight that was, too. Oh, yeah. Um... Man, I'm in a weird spot because I don't have like the the fan attachment to Connor and Dustin's cool, but I've never necessarily been like this huge runaway Dustin fan. So, mm-hmm. I, and I don't hate Connor as much as Brandon does. So, yeah, I, I don't have any type of bias toward this. So, I've actually been super on the fence about this. And you, I, you say that, but I picked Connor last time. Just saying, it's a good point. That's I think fair. that was just a little misdirect. Okay. Maybe you're just trying to get something like, maybe if I put that out there, Habib will come back and I get to see him one more time. <laughs> I don't got to cry in my sleep anymore. Uh, I'm going to take, man, I'm going to take Dustin. I'm going to say Dustin um, by decision. So you need Unanimous decision. I think it's going to be, I think they're going to be very calculated those first couple rounds. I don't think either one of them is going to super commit. And I think... Um, you know, if outside of the leg kicks, I don't think Connor wouldn't have got as finished as much, but he just couldn't move, and it, it changed a lot of things. So yeah, that's why I said it's so. I think we're gonna know a lot in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, is Connor gonna come out in that split, that wide stance? Is he gonna come out in that boxing? Is Dustin gonna go to the leg kicks? You mm-hmm. know, I think I think the first thirty seconds will tell us a lot in this fight. You know what else this card is gonna tell us is if Brandon's gonna make it to the top or dig himself in a deep hole because he picked against us a lot. Uh, this round? No, I'm saying this whole card. If you or look at this, the, mm, let me, yeah, you let pick me like three or four fights against different than us. It's gonna be interesting. One, two, eh, it's kind of fifty-fifty. Yeah, yeah, because you picked a lot of different prelims. I, I had a couple similar ones to you, and yeah. I have a couple similar ones to him. But I'm not worried about Nate. I'm worried about you because you're the one ahead. Yeah. So you just you just I'm think only one point behind. That's right. We're both playing catch up. So I'm not, it's so you're not worried about going back in the last place because you're used to it. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. What's he got? Forty three. Yep, forty three. Yeah, and you got thirty eight. Yeah, yep. it's like five points. It's not too bad. Yeah, there could be some separation in there, boys. Let's jump into the news. <laughs> Biggest story to come out of last week. I hate that we record a podcast and then the next day or the day after something massive comes out and drops news wise. Which it makes sense though. Monday beginning sure. of the week. And 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 we so it kind of puts us at a bit of a disadvantage. So if this is old news to you, we apologize, but it's still worth talking about. Surreal Gone versus Derek Lewis officially announced to fight August seventh at UFC two sixty five in Houston, Texas for the interim heavyweight title. Um, apparently they wanted Francis to fight in August and he said he couldn't be ready by then because he's been out of the country traveling. Um, there's so much to dissect here. So let's just start with uh, what your guys' immediate reactions and thoughts to this. Um, and also worth noting that 2FC, 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 that two, son, man. Two, no, it's the mimosas. Yeah. That 265 <laughs> card is massive. Uh, also on that card, uh, Manny Nunez, Juliana Pena, and Jose Otto versus Pedro Munoz. So that Houston 265 mm-hmm. card is going to be huge. But yeah, what's your guys' thoughts to this whole, uh, when you guys heard about this surreal gone versus Derek Lewis? Weird. I don't. I don't really know. It doesn't make much sense. There's just. A, there has to be. A, well, obviously, there's a lot of stuff that's just going on behind closed doors, and we just don't know. Yeah. So I. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't. That's all I can say. Is it's, it's just weird. I don't know where they're going. Did you guys see what Ariel Hawani said? I think I sent it to the to you guys. Um, basically, kind of said that this is more that Hunter Campbell guy. I mean. Yeah. For people that don't know, Ariel Hawani left ESPN, and he is ready to spill <laughs> all the tea. Yeah. Oh, shots fired. Tea spilled. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's no secret that ESPN pretty much is 
in cahoots with ESPN? Do they, they own, they own I, them? Kind of own them. Wait, ESPN and UFC. Yeah, they're yeah. kind of. So you know, Ariel kind of felt like he was being censored and couldn't you know really full, fully speak his mind. But man, he went in on this Hunter Campbell guy and just kind of said, "This is this is who he is. This is what he does." Um, but super unfair. What do you think, John? Because I think it's super unfair to Francis, who um, you know back when he fought Jarzinho Rosenstroik was. Stipe was out, right? And he mm-hmm. was kind of campaigning for that to be an interim belt, and they wouldn't give it to him. Yeah, I think um, I think it's tough because, you know, you hear Francis's management come out and say they were willing to do September. Right. And here's one thing I didn't think about as far as a detail. I didn't realize that this August card was in Houston. Yeah. How many more chances is Derek Lewis going right. to get to fight in Houston? I, I think that's a lot. So from it. his standpoint, he's getting paid and he's fighting in Houston. Hey, here's my thing. It, this has nothing to do with Surreal Gone and Derek Lewis. Yeah. Big ups to both of those guys. Both of them championship quality fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, this to me reeks of we had this fight booked for Houston. And there's no way Derek Lewis wasn't going to fight for a title in Houston, and and so it's like and, we, it know, has to happen. And because for Francis to just say, "Oh, I only needed an extra month," and you couldn't give this man four weeks. Well, like, and the, and the difference on, too when it comes to Derek Lewis is he's he's kind of a comp- not a company man as far as sure. he does what he's told, but he fights a lot. I mean, Francis he doesn't has pull been out. Too, I think. Well, I'm just saying Derek Lewis has like the most, yeah, some of the most fights in yeah, probably just, in heavyweight. And I, just, I hate it, man. No, it's it's definitely unfortunate. I I would have much rather just seen them fight and it not be for the interim. I don't think, and I don't think neither of them care about it because they know they got to beat Francis to get the real one. And you where, know, where's the greatest UFC heavyweight champion of all time, Stipe Miocic? His name had was never even brought up in this mm-hmm. whole situation. I don't understand that. Either. Yeah, and when it first came out, I wondered if it was like a posturing to get Francis to do the Jones fight or somebody different. But yeah, no, it's it's weird. And to me, funny enough, the weirdest thing about this isn't even has nothing to do with Francis or this interim thing is how much of a underdog they have Derek Lewis in the betting right now. Mm. Surreal Gone looked really good, man. I know, but Derek Lewis just knocks out everybody. Surreal Gone's tough to hit. Yeah, it's I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of disrespect to Derek Lewis from what he's been doing. To make him the underdog? Yeah, like as big as he He's like a 300-point underdog. How long was Tyron Woodley the underdog? Until he yeah. lost the belt, basically. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I just feel like with heavyweights... It's, it should be a little bit closer, but I'm going to bet money on it, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Brandon, what are your thoughts, man? Yeah, again, I think it's just kind of, um, I, don't, I don't know, it's weird. It's really unfair to Francis. I agree with that. Um, I think I'm excited for the fight. I mean, it should mm-hmm. be a really good yeah, fight. Yeah, so, yeah, um, I guess that's kind of the positive I'm pulling from it is it should be a really good fight. So I'm just kind of looking forward to that. I just think it could create a nightmare. So if Francis is ready to go in September, right, you're not going to not let Francis Nganu fight in September. I mean, there's just too much money every time that guy steps in the cage. You know, he's one of the biggest stars right now in the UFC. So if you run into a situation where, you know, Derek Lewis, Surreal Gone win this fight, let's say they come out with a six-month medical suspension, right? Are you going to leave Nganu on the sidelines for six to eight months? I mean, that that to me is absurd. Well, they probably felt safe having Stipe in the side or having— but See, that's, that's it's pointless then. John so Jones. he's going to be an inner—you know, you could have an interim champ— where the champ's next fight isn't even going to be for the interim mm-hmm. belt. I don't think it will be. I don't think no. Nganu's not going to wait for... I mean, he's the champion. Yeah. He's still the, he's still the champ. So there's no way in my book that Nganu waits for an interim champion to say that he's ready to fight yeah. the champ. And if the UFC does that, that's just dead wrong. Yeah. I mean, there's just no... That makes They've been known to do, if do they bad do things. What? If they were to make Nganu wait for the interim champion to be ready to fight. Because here's the thing. If whoever wins, even if they win, they're healthy. Say Derek Lewis, Rogan, they win by a first round, thirty second knockout. They're healthy. I don't see being ready to fight in a month. I mean, you still need like a couple months. Maybe that wouldn't be the worst. You know, you yeah. could do October. Um, but man, if I'm Ngannou, that's just disrespect. I'm not going to sit around and wait for an interim champ. I, I just think it's really yeah. disrespectful to Ngannou, who uh, deserved that kind of victory tour over there in Africa, mm-hmm. and it's almost like he's being punished for it uh, because he. You know, quarantining and stuff yeah. like that. And you know, I mean, and obviously as we're seeing that it's not technically all Dana White, but Dana does have a history of 
if somebody thinks they're going to control a narrative, they're wrong because yeah. I'll change everything up. Yeah. So, I, but in, but based off of Ariel Hawani, he even you know, yeah. him and Dana don't have the best relationship. But he said this has nothing to do with Dana. Yeah, this no, is that it's Hunter Campbell. So it's a business model, though. Yeah, no. it's unfortunate. Uh, next little bit of news: uh, former Bellator fighter Joe Schilling potentially facing misdemeanor charges after he knocked out a guy in a bar. Um, apparently, the guy may have made some inappropriate comments about his wife, maybe even some racist comments. Uh, the bar owner basically said that the guy is a regular and that he always causes problems. I saw the video. I don't know if you guys did. Yeah. Um, something was clearly said, and it was definitely, if it was something inappropriate, I say good for Joe Schilling for knocking the guy out. And the guy looked like a total tool bag, let's be honest, too. I yeah. mean, and he looked like a guy that, you know, for the bar owner to say, we've had constant problems with mm-hmm. this guy. And it's like, I mean, we've all seen that guy at the bar. Sure. Sure. And um, I don't think this was like a, a fighter trying to like just knock somebody out. Something was said. Well, and from I seen Joe Schilling do an interview talking about it, and he basically said the guy was singing songs and saying the N word in songs. Yeah, I heard there might have been some and people stuff. around, like waiters and people at the table, were getting really, you know, yeah. uncomfortable about it. And as he was walking by, he did it again, basically, and said the N word mm-hmm. in a song. Cause I think like Still Dre or something was in the back. Okay. And when he did it, Joe kind of or um, he, Joe kind of pushed by yeah. him and. Then the dude swole up. You can't flinch at somebody yeah. whose reactions right. they train to basically, when somebody does that, I hit you. Sure. that's I think um, so, too. I didn't see anything wrong. I mean, I think if you want to act like that, that's kind of what you get. Well, and at first, the dude wasn't trying to press charges, and then once he realized it was an MMA fighter, <laughs> yeah. it was, now he's in the hospital with head injuries. And <laughs> what do you think? Do you see it? Yeah, and I don't, this is just why I don't like bars. I don't know. That was my take from it. What's the last bar you went to? Oh, jeez. How long ago was it in what bar? I think it was the filling station. It was probably about two years ago. What was your experience like? I got some pretty good tacos. What was your drink of choice? Uh, I think I actually had a Bud Light. Did you dance? Absolutely not. What's the, When's the last time you got a good drunk dance? Drunk dance? Or just dance in general? October of 2018. Was that your wedding? No, that was uh, D-Ray's birthday. Oh, and no. that, was the, that was the last time I got drunk. Yeah, that was bad. And did you dance? Yes, at the club. <laughs> oh at my the, gosh. At the bottom. Yeah. There's a lot of things. What was your you dance can, choice? Well, please did, tell dude, me it was like the I, young jock motorcycle. I don't remember. You'll have to ask. You'll have to ask them <laughs> what I did. There's no video. Maybe. I don't know. Would you dance battle Jacob? Sober? Yeah. No. Five hundred dollars on the line. Yes. We've seen Jacob getting well, loose in the bar doing handstands, so you better be ready for that. Listeners, we might start a GoFundMe because that <laughs> might be the most amazing video ever made. Oh, 100%. At least a rap battle. As long as it's not in the sun. No, I just want him to dance battle. Just have, like, my Dougie going on and then Ooh, yeah, a happens. Dougie battle? Would you do a My Dougie? Teach me how to Dougie. Teach, teach me how to Dougie. I, if it's $500, I'll do my whatever Dougie. I have to do. My Dougie. You'll, you'll go my for Dougie. it? Probably. probably. How would you compare? How do you think your Dougie would measure up to his Dougie? He'd probably be better. But I can't try. I but you try. you would just go for yeah, it. Yeah, do, do you feel like if you like really trained it for a couple of weeks, you could probably outdo him though? Mm, I don't know. Jacob's pretty out of shape. I kind of want to yeah. call him right now. <laughs> I feel like this would be a good. Point. That, <laughs> that'd be a two-hour episode. <laughs> I kind of want to call him right now because I think like we won't do it. Cause, yeah, we got to hurt because I'm burning. Yeah, it's your your. How I are can, you doing? You're hanging in there. No, his dude, the sweat. Dude, this arm over here is getting. You have literally not sat still like my, this whole time. Starting to look like you my what? microphone. You have not sat still, this dude. I can't. The hat's falling. The, <laughs> dude, you're like, nervous like that. You're hearing a cop siren. You got. You all got right, priors. all right. We'll, we'll speed it up for you. All right, Paul Craig uh, announced. Paul Craig, Craig. Versus Alexander Gustafson added to UFC Fight Night on September fourth. Massive two hundred and five pound fight, Love number that. one contender. Love, the, yeah. I was like you when I saw that. I got super excited. Mm-hmm. Um, la- also wanted to add, not really newsworthy, but I did see Tyron Woodley is training with Floyd Money Mayweather for his yeah. upcoming uh, fight with um, uh, Jake Paul. And, yeah. Uh, so I was really excited to see that. So that's all we got for news. I got one thing I wanted to add. I okay, seen go it ahead. Uh, yesterday on Twitter. Um. Ali, uh, Habib's manager, mm-hmm. put out a tweet that says he'll put up a million dollars that Kayla Harrison would submit McGregor on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I don't think it would happen, but that's funny. Uh, okay, so that's our news, boy. So, John, you came up with an interesting question for us, mm-hmm. uh, so we just wanted to turn it into a little small segment here at the end of the uh, podcast. So go ahead and set us up for this. All right. So here's oh the scenario. Gosh. Hold on. My iPad just said temperature. iPad needs to cool down. So I just lost iPad. <laughs> it is yeah. hot. It's getting hot. That's why I've kept my phone under this umbrella. <laughs> All right. Let's try so, to use the phone. So essentially, you know, you see these posts on Facebook sometimes where <laughs> it's like, terrible. pick a, pick somebody to 
you're getting a fight in a bar and this guy has your back. So I thought, let's get some interesting categories and do the same thing. So it's you and three people fighting a bar of people. I mean, it could just be the same number. It could be the whole bar. We don't know. So what your picks are going to be is a, a person from a video game, a person from a movie, like a character, and then a wrestler anytime. I mean, you can pick any wrestler you want. I sure. know Brandon's probably leaning Hulk Hogan, but you can pick anybody. <laughs> so, And then I also threw in like a, a little funny wild card if you had time to do it is put together the worst team. I did both. I got Me a, as well. I got, I got a best and a worst. I did, I did the best, but I didn't do both. But... We have a special guest answer as well. I don't know my brother. He did best and worst. You consulted uh, your brother. I did. Shout we, out we, Bryce, yeah, dude. we wanted you to, to consult. I him. did, and he gave a he gave us his answers too. If you want to hear those, yeah, oh, hundred percent. Oh no, one hundred thousand percent. So, so okay. let's let's uh, let's start with uh, let's start with Bryce. Okay. What Bryce say? Okay, so for his for the best, like his best picks to help it's himself him. and okay. So these are his three: Thanos, <laughs> yeah, okay, Predator, okay, nice, and Brock Lesnar. And I really like his worst picks. I'm a really big fan of his worst picks. All right, let's hear his worst. Okay, his worst is Scooby-Doo. <laughs> wow. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. And then he says Zombie ECW 2006 or Eugene. <laughs> mm. And he went. <laughs> Eugene had that strength, though. But, yeah, he uh, I like it. He dug in the bag. I'm, I'm, I like the zombie ECW. I definitely yeah. feel like his answers are probably way better than yours. But probably, yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, good Bryce. Uh, thanks for saving your brother. That's, why, that's let's, why I pulled him up. Let's hear yours. Go ahead. Okay. So for me, and again, I only have my best, but for a video game character, I'm curious if you know who this is, Max Payne. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then movie character, obviously John Wick. Okay. And then the other one, which was the wrestling, I had to go with the scariest person I could think of, which was Kane, Attitude mm. Era, Mask, everything. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, so I set some stipulations for myself. Smart and and no nothing against your guys if you guys pick differently. I wanted people that were kind of real, more real. Like I didn't want like somebody with like powers or anything. Yeah. Like I wanted I wanted to go like somebody that like okay I could really be in a bar with this person. That's what I did. No, I'm not saying yeah. I'm not mm -hmm. saying no. Uh, and Bryce did too for the most part too. I'm just saying that was I'm putting my stipulations out there. Yeah, go I ahead. wanted somebody real. So for my video game character to win. This is this is my team that would win the best case scenario. I would have CJ from Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Nice, just pure reasons. Everything. If you've never played San Andreas, you would know why. Yeah, it's yeah. a great pick. Uh, movie character. This is a bit of a wild card. If you haven't seen it, I went Harry Hart from The Kingsman. Mm. If you've never seen The Kingsman, go watch the church scene. Yeah, this is literally a bar fight. I mean, it's literally like there's no really good pick. What, probably one of the best fight scenes in a movie I've seen almost mm -hmm. ever. Um, so go watch Harry Hart and the Kingsman, the church scene. You'll know why I picked that. Saved it. Oh my gosh, my wrestler. This was the toughest and the best. Who my best would be? This was the toughest. I literally wrote down four. Yeah, I have alternates for every answer. I, I have. I'm gonna give my one, and then I'm gonna tell you my other because I almost I was gonna say the Dudley Boys, but I know I probably couldn't do two. It's not yeah. fair because it's only three. So I went with Bubba Ray, aka Bully Ray Dudley, mm. because I mean that's you need somebody that's just willing to headbutt people. Yeah, and he is. Uh, my alternates were uh, the Black Belt Steve Blackman. Mm. <laughs> uh, That's a good one. Tajiri, yeah. dude, you need somebody who's gonna spit. So you know, you yeah, coming up green mist. misting yep. people, and then kind of the low hanging fruit was Ken Shamrock. Uh, yeah. But I decided real early I wasn't going to go mm. with that. It's not fair. Sure. Yeah. Uh, my worst. Let's hear these. Yeah, the worst uh, video game game character. This is for my OGs, my Nintendo OGs. I went with uh, Glass Joe from Punch Out. Nice. He was the uh, French guy, the very first <laughs> yeah. one that you fought. Uh, my movie was McLovin from Superbad. Mm, and uh, my wrestler was Gilberg. I mean, there was Ooh. just no more glad, pathetic wrestler than Gilbert. I'm glad I made an alternate because he's definitely was mine. So that's definitely a good list. So for mine, obviously I've thought of this before we even brought it up. So for video game... This is your best. Yeah, for my best. I went for, like, somebody who I felt like... I went basically kind of for somebody on a video game that I struggled, like, going against. Sure. So my video game pick is Fat Joe from Def Jam 5 for New York. <laughs> I love it. Because I had to fight him, like, a hundred times. Was he was tough. Yeah. yeah, he was tough. My alternate, Earthworm Jim. See, I it's he was my... I literally swear I had him on my list. And then I was like, I want to go with, like, real people. That yeah. was just my personal stipulations. But I did have Earthworm Jim. Now, for my movie... I picked Riddick from Chronicles of Riddick because them lights go off, oh, baby. Oh, nice. Ooh. Great And it's going over. My alternate, Mr. Ooh. Miyagi. 
<laughs> Good luck. Because you think you can take him out? Like, oh, dude. I'll one on one Miyagi. I literally almost went ro- Rocky from the Three Ninjas. Oof. He was one of my. Yeah. Rocky? Yeah. I was a Colt fan. Colt fan? I like Yeah. That. And then my wrestler, I went for Van Vader, baby. Yeah. Because not only is this dude doing moonsaults off of yeah, the bar, he's athletic. This guy did barbed wire matches in Japan where, like, his literally eye, lost his yeah. eye. Yeah. And he's just so reckless. Like yeah. I said, he's agile. He's wearing a mask. Yeah. So people are already going to, like, they're going to they're going to wait a little bit. I like it. My alternate picks were Sabu okay. for the, kind of the same reason. He's just going to jump off of stuff and like missile. And then I thought this was the easiest answer. That's why I didn't pick it. New Jack. Oh. He's going to hit you with everything. Insane. He can take everything like. So what were your 3 though? Your official 3. My official 3 is Fat Joe from Def Jam Fight from New York, Riddick from Chronicles of Riddick and Van Vader. Okay. So what's your worst? My worst team. Whew. Video game. Uh I got the one of the Koopa Troopas from Mario. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so they're just getting bonked on top of the head, and that's it. My alternate was the dog from Duck Hunt, who's just going to like pop out and like pester people and then disappear. Okay. So he's not going to help you. Movie, Cheddar Bob, 8 Mile. <laughs> yeah. He's either going to shoot himself or get beat up. He's going to fold. Yeah. yeah. But my alternate was Captain America pre-serum. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. I like that. Yeah. And then my wrestler, I did have Gilberg. I had two alternates, though. I had that, uh, what's his name, Funaki. Oh, Funaki, yeah. Yeah. And then he Grandmaster was, Sexy. I feel like he's going to get too... Poor Funaki. He was such so talented, but just never... Well, it's crazy. Well, together. the yeah. only reason I didn't make him my... Well, Gilbert was my number one, but the only reason I didn't make him my number one is because he had, like, the cruiserweight belt at one point yeah. and the hardcore. Sure. But Grandmaster Sexy, one, never really popped off solo. Yeah. And I think I feel like he just tried to, like, talk too much and just end up getting beat up. Do I feel like worm. Scotty Too Hottie was the one who was a little bit more... Him and Rikishi were a little bit more hard body. I like it. Brandino, before we go, do you have anything for the people... Uh, expect a new leader next week. That's yeah. all I'm saying. New leader in the points. Nice. John, do you have anything for the people? Um, I, you know, I know we haven't really talked about it a lot, but I'm really enjoying Loki, and I don't think, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for it, and I'm excited for this last little part. Oh, my I'm one, not. my one for the week. Um, I have a podcast I want everybody to listen to, including you too. Phenomenal. Phenomenal podcast. Let me find it. Hold on. Let me pull it up. I thought that was the name. No, it's not. It is um, Crime Show is what the podcast is called on Spotify. Mm. And it's uh, the takedown part one and part two. It's about MMA fighter Andy, uh, I think, or no, Lee Murray. uh, Mm. Only had one fight in the UFC. When I tell you guys this thing could be a movie. Somebody needs to take the Lee Murray and make a movie out of it. Uh, he beat his very f- only fight in the UFC. He beat uh, Jorge Rivera, mm. George Rivera, whatever. The have, referee? Huh? Didn't he end up turning into a referee? I don't know if he did or not. I thought he but, did. And then robbed a bank over in the UK. I mean, it's this story, I'm telling you guys, it is one of the best podcasts. So that's Crime Show. And then go listen to Takedown, the uh, Lee Murray mm. uh, episode. Boys, John, before we go, what's our song of the week? Our song of the week that we're going to be showing you guys is Thug Lovin' by Ja Rule featuring Bobby Brown. Oh, I like it. That's the song of the <laughs> week. Lovin' and lovin' thug lovin'. Boys, let's go out the right way. I'm, uh, do we need to move? I don't know. Up, I don't know. I don't know. Back it up, Terry. Oh, oh Lord. Oh. 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 Back it up. Oh, happy 4th of July, everybody. We're going to get out of here. Oh, yeah, I'm gone. I'm gone. Oh. oh. <laughs> we lost Brandon. Oh. I thought, ow. <laughs> oh, God. We should have went farther. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Happy 4th, man. We love you guys. Oh, thank you, guys. We peace. Enjoy your 4th of July. Love you, have Mom. Have a good week. Love you guys. Peace. Oh